Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Second show of the day. <laughs> Give me a cheer if you've been drinking since lunchtime. Yeah. That's yeah. genuinely more than I expected. Well done. I loved it. I was out there earlier and uh, I didn't realise that as you come in, the, the man on the door just says, drunk women. And, <laughs> just, and this woman just went, how dare you? <laughs> she was very drunk. Um, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, thank you uh, for being with us today. Um, this fucking fly, mate. Have you seen it? Has it been around you? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's been here all day. <laughs> he really has, though. And it's, it's, it's a bit insulting. He just fucked off as so. well. <laughs> Started the show. He's gone. Um, but are you guys ready for us to bring out our special guest? Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for writer and actor. It's Rachel Harper. Yeah! Yay, Rachel! Welcome. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm grand. I'm great. It's my first time at Edinburgh Fringe. <gasps> it's oh. fun. That's and not walkable. how you say it. That's not how I say it. No, it's Edinburgh. Uh, <laughs> God, People mess up the first time. Carry on. I'm sorry. I'm fringay. Oh, we still fringe. We're still sticking with Edinburgh Fringe. That's the. I was doing the French pronunciation. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Though I was cultured, I thought I was on that kind of podcast. That's it's fine. very international. Is that, that was the, that's the yeah. appeal. Yeah. That's the appeal. Yeah. Rachel, we have one question for you, and that is: Have yes. you ever been the victim of a crime? I have. I have. Uh, up until recently, all the crimes against me had been like like social. That this one was actually <laughs> like uh, like if we'd caught him, I would have had such a day in court. I uh, got punched in the face. What? I know by a stranger. Which actually, that it's probably better than someone I know and love. But it was a, it was it was a man. I was um, I was on a first date with a boy. The first mistake, that was an issue. Uh, and uh, we were coming back to the train station that I live nearby, and they put a piano in the train station. I don't live in a classy place. Like, the, like you shouldn't have touched it. There's different things on that piano. It was disgusting. But I was drunk enough to be like, oh, my God, it's so romantic. And this, this guy was with played piano, and I was, like, swooning. Uh, and then this ran 
random bloke out of nowhere rushes up, starts um, calling him, can I say it's the C word? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. oh God, fab. Calling him a, I call him a cunt. Um, <laughs> you, were, you were all thinking, what, what, C, what funny C word is she going to come up with? Ah, conservative. No, um, same thing. Um, <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, starts, starts calling him a cunt. Oh, you cunt, you cunt, you cunt. And I, and I cannot stress enough, this boy is actually quite pretty. Like, really nice bone structure, the kind you don't want to interfere with. Um, so I put myself between him and this guy. Because oh, also, right. I kind of think that men are less likely to hit a woman in that scenario. Right. Don't right. bank on that, ladies. Fucking <laughs> 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 terrible idea. They do. <laughs> they do. Wow. Shit, yeah. Uh, so I was like, mate, back off, back off. And he pushed me by the head. <gasps> and then I was... And I was confident I got out of my phone I was like I'm gonna put, I'm gonna fucking cancel you <laughs> uh, I spiked it out of my hand like <gasps> fucking netball in high school and stamped on it and kicked it no. uh, the phone was fine uh, but <laughs> then thank god and then yeah it spiked me square across the jaw <gasps> um, and slit the inside of my mouth open and Whoa. gave me a big stunk and thank you oh my god do it again oh, <laughs> oh my god I know it's so bad in the drawing days um, but uh, then uh, then the fun kicked off because then I was like oh oh I've never been punched in the face before it, I'll be honest kind of on my bucket list I don't want to like <laughs> like because like it's a thing that you you don't want to experience it but also ooh what would it feel like would I would I take it well I took it like a trooper <laughs> oh my god I was like fucking Robocop I like I like rocky the blood nice. off my face and I and I just treated myself to a proper like nice fancy coat I threw that on the floor and never has that touched a floor before in its life I, I have a mannequin that I place the coat on I, <laughs> I threw, I, I, I'm not mannequin tax bracket, guys. It was just a one-time thing. I threw <laughs> the coat off and then, uh, and then I went full-blown um, like my mother. Because my mum always says, Rich, you can't be stronger, but you could be crazier. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, oh, oh, there's something really animalistic about releasing your inner crazy. I chased him down three streets in the oh dark. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Is this guy still playing piano? It was the Benny Hill theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, that guy was trailing along in the back, um, oh. and I had to turn around and be like, "Sweetheart, just call the police. Just, come on, come on." Yes. So I was dragging one man behind me while I chased the other one down, threatening to to burn his house down. And it got to us. I was like, "I'm gonna find out where you live, and I'm gonna burn it down." I'm gonna find out where you work. You're gonna lose your job. I'm gonna find out who your mum is. Take her on a nice date. <laughs> Treat her really good. Get her a steak dinner. Tell her she raised a little cunt. <laughs> I never want women to get punched in the face. But no, we never, we never, we never want women to get. I have that bumper sticker, and I don't drive, <laughs> so I just slap it on the back and walk around. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, and I also the worst thing when you say like what happened is is and I, I don't want to say it's the blokes, but it's all right. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever a woman says that, we all go. <laughs> but it is, yeah. Gonna be them. Yeah, um, and he and uh, blokes tend to say to me, "Well, well, you want to be careful in that situation, yeah. You, you, you don't know what he could have done. What he could have done." And I'm like, "Listen, when a when a person, especially if it's gender, if you're a victim of a crime." Fucking go, just do whatever comes naturally. No one can tell you what to do when you're in that position. Yeah. It's, it's adrenaline, it's high stakes. He hid behind a car. <laughs> and I tell you what, you'll never feel better than when you made a grown oh. man hide behind a Vauxhall yes. Corsa. <laughs> wow. Thanks, guys. So you sort of caught him? Uh, well, semi caught him. Um, then he disappeared. Um, if it had been a bigger car, if it was only if it was one of those big, nice camper vans, guys. <laughs> um, no, but he he snuck away like a little little rat. Oh. Little, little, I think I was shouting, "Little pig boy!" We. <laughs> <laughs> I was like like squealing after, like, "Oh, what are you running to, little pig?" Little yeah, I was. <laughs> And the worst part was when the police came, when the police came out to be very serious, I was like, gentlemen, <clears throat> if there is a video <laughs> that anyone has taken from their windows uh, of a very uh, drunk woman screaming, I'm going to burn your house down, I'm going I'm to date your mother, I would just like you to know that it was entirely called for. And the police looked at me and he went, yeah, you're, you're bleeding from your mouth. It was. You're fine. <laughs> good job. At one point, he started laughing because I was like, and he, and he really punched me like a bitch, you know? <laughs> like, he came real close and he spiked me. And uh, and the police officer started laughing. And then he realized what he was doing. He was like, oh, my God, I'm really sorry. But the way you tell this, it, it like, it's really funny. And, it <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much. I'm practicing for a podcast. I'm going to be honest. 
Yeah, yes, yes. Holy wow. shit. So what oh, happened next? Did they find... Second date. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's real fun when the guy who punches you in the face has less red flags than the man you were dating. <laughs> ah, yeah, the fight lasted longer, everybody. No, um, the, the police said, oh, uh, we will take details and uh, call you. And now I have a nice uh, letter pinned up on my fridge. And no consequences. <laughs> yeah, it just says crime reference number. A very nice lady phoned me and she said, um, hi, um, this is like Julia from Victim and Support. Like, if you need anything, we're here. And I think it's amazing they do this. It's wonderful. But I was like, all right, Julia. Oh, dickhead, eh? Right, yeah, have a nice day. I'm gonna, I've just got some, I've got some, I'm cracking off. So I was, I was lucky in that it didn't, um, it didn't, it didn't shake me up and I, and I can really appreciate how it would. And I even looked out for the guy and the next day I texted him, I said, last night was, it's truly traumatic. <laughs> Are you feeling shaky? How are you feeling? You right? And he was like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, you bitch. I iced, I had to hold peas on my face on a first date while you were in my flat. And I was like, Are you, you're doing okay. I mean, the, the bar is low, gentlemen. <laughs> it's, it's limbo now. It's, yeah. <laughs> so Simon. did he just not, he just didn't really, because I think that's good to know what a new, a new love is going to be like in yes. a crisis. Yes, mm. yes. And we, we don't, <laughs> I shouldn't say all this, but we don't, he's, he's a nice guy, he's fine, he's chill. Um, but yeah, people would say like, why, why would you date someone that like, didn't like get involved and I was like you haven't seen me in a fight <laughs> like god bless this guy the understudy came on and she was living in the spotlight I had a great time god bless him well we uh, we always ask in this podcast we say what would you say to that person now and you, it can either be the guy you dated Ooh. or the guy that punched Ooh. you in the face Ooh. okay okay I'm gonna say something that works for both of them <laughs> I'm gonna find out where you live <laughs> <laughs> Give me your mother's number. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd probably have a nice relationship with her, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, thank oh you so God. much for sharing that with us. That's, um, that's absolutely fucking bonkers. <laughs> so, are we ready to solve some true crime? Yeah. Okay, today's true crime, we find ourselves at the Lord Crew Arms Hotel in Bamburgh, which is about 70 miles south of Edinburgh. Where a cosy room with bed and breakfast is £199 per night. Uh, but not only do you get bed and breakfast, you also get a ghost. Oh, no. Oh, it's a spooky one. It's a spooky oh, one. Do you like the ghosts? Oh, right. <laughs> I think a big ooh. <laughs> this is the ghost of Lady Crew, which sounds like a Taylor Swift album. <laughs> sure. Her real name was Dorothy Forster, and she was known as the darling of the Jacobite uprising of 1715. Oh, yes, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. We're doing some uh, satirical stuff tonight. Uh, because of the incredible way that she saved her brother's life. But before we go into the story, and um, there's something I have to tell you about her brother, Tom, uh, and it involves the job he had. And it was, it's, oh, it's sort of horrible, horrible job. Truly quite disgusting. Was he um, an accountant? Okay. <laughs> we've, got, we've got accountant. That is my question to you. What do you think Tom did for a job? <laughs> And it's 17 what? 1715. 1715. And it's a horrible job. It's a horrible job. Traffic warden. Ooh. <laughs> now he's like, that, that fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> Proper pissed me off. Yeah. Oh, he, um, maybe he, um, like, he had to behead people. Okay. Oh, he was wow, like, that's a good guess. Executioner, the point yeah, nice. Yeah. Day. Nice. Okay. nice. Oof, no, no, I can't, I, it's the time frame. I'm, I'm really, really bad with history. So anything I think of, it's not applicable to 1715. I mean, well, pretend it was a political situation like that then? What were you with the MPs? Where were they? Yeah. Oh. Pretend that 1715 is quarter past five. <laughs> that's, that's not how history works. Okay, so you actually though, in sort of asking that question, you have answered the question because I'm afraid he was a Tory MP. Oh my God, I was going to say, Oh, do you know what? I was so close. I was so, but after the conservative thing early, I didn't know what the vibe was. <laughs> I'm out of the fringe. I don't know what the fucking vibe is. It's like, it's like, sorry, MP. So, and also, I was kind of right because the Tories are killing people. <laughs> yes. We are going satirical tonight. I didn't see that coming. Um, this isn't a story about a Tory MP, although it is, but this is a story about a sister's love for her brother. So, I, not in an oh, Isle of Wight way. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You can't monopolise that, okay? <laughs> yeah, we, we've all got incest. Yeah. <laughs> you don't own it. Make incest outcest, guys. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Make 
incest outcest. <laughs> Shake it all about cest. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. I don't like myself. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Dorothy and Tom, they come from a wealthy family. Their father was an MP, because of course he was. Um, and Dorothy was known for being bold and beautiful. Bold and beautiful. <laughs> bold. Bold. <laughs> she was, was, Just because fashion changes, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> really body positivity. Yeah. yeah. So Tom becomes commander of the Jacobite forces during the uprising. Oh, boy. However, Tom is described as ill-equipped to command anything. <laughs> I feel like his ex-wife wrote that. <laughs> um, Hannah. Nothing changes. <laughs> I love this. With this case, I was like, how do I get the audience on side? Fuck stories! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hannah, just because there might be some really stupid Americans at home who don't know <laughs> what the Jacobite uprising was. Oh, yeah, yeah. For those, <laughs> those stupid Americans. <laughs> just for them, just in case. It, it's, it was about people eating crackers and um, <laughs> they had to do like seven in a minute without water. Oh my God. And people nice. went fucking mental. <laughs> do you know what? Also, as somebody who researched this case, I possibly should have looked into that. <laughs> I was just like, it's an uprising, guys. I just want to know, where, would we today be like pro-Jacobite uprising or... I feel like pro uprising is a pretty good like pro if it's uprising? a if it's an uprising it sounds positive doesn't it like rally oh, yeah, against the the institution I'm yeah. going to say it was a I'm, I'm going to take an absolute yeah. point and say it was a great thing I'll google it and feel fucking terrible we've, later we've got, it sounds like we've got some knowledgeable people over here going I murmur 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 <laughs> from the left wing the Jacobites <laughs> my guys like quite literally the left wing it was okay it's, okay fine fine <laughs> okay you know what I can research it myself <laughs> Everyone go home, research. Um, however, Tom, he surrendered to government forces without a fight, uh, which is not like a Tory because they won't surrender until you fucking kick them out. Um, but Tom is found guilty of high treason. Oh. Yeah. He's taken to Newgate Prison in London, which is pretty far from Edinburgh. Um, I don't know, I'm worried they that you'll be missing home. But they, oh, they did a lot of the executions there, though, no? They did because he was oh. sentenced to death. Oh, nice. No. <laughs> I'm not pro-death. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> so, Dorothy's not... I love that someone, someone's done a joke in the audience. I talked over it and someone else went, Way! <laughs> I imagine it was good. We don't have time. <laughs> so Dorothy is not having this. She's like, you're not killing my brother. Um, outcest, not incest. Mm, mm. And um, she rides a horse all the way from London. No, all the way to London from Bamborough. Uh, but she's riding Pillion. Does anyone know what that means? It was his name. Um, our Pillion. <laughs> a beautiful horse. <laughs> Is it? Is it when you? She hasn't got her legs over either side of the horse. She's like side saddle or whatever. Ah, side saddle. Oh, that's what they call it. Ah. Is she? Is she backwards? <laughs> ah, yeah. Re that's reverse cowgirl, I believe. <laughs> oh, we all saw that joke. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> um, does uh, we got any horsey people in the crowd? Pillion. Where are horse girls? Go oh, on. I put a hand Go up. On. Yes, Go me. On. How many I've badges had a horse. Backpacks? How long have you been waiting for your moment? How long? She's been like, Thank Pillion, you. one day. One day I've been to four podcasts recording. Come on, Pillion. There we go. Yes. I meant to have said driving the horse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the podcast listeners, um, Taylor's doing a kind of driving, like she's driving a car. Yeah, but Sometimes really funny, so come to a live show. <laughs> Um, okay, so yes, it means she's on the back. She is a passenger. Okay. But who? Someone from the village is driving the horse. Who? <laughs> who is driving the horse? The horse driver. <laughs> nice. Also, I should say that, so she's going to break her brother out of prison. That's her plan. She's bold. Right. She's beautiful. But who would be useful to her in a uh, jailbreak? Ooh, a blacksmith. A, yeah, a locksmith. Yeah. Oh, I got my Smiths wrong. There's so many Smiths. One There's of them Smiths. Smiths. <laughs> One of the Smiths. Jaden. <laughs> oh, he'd be fucking useless. Yeah. Yeah, but imagine the really deep quotes he'd be like, life is like riding a horse. Like, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Jane. <laughs> any any advance on 
Jaden Smith. We're not going to talk Jaden Smith. Okay. Well, actually, you you got it. You got it right, Rachel. Straight away. It was it was a blacksmith. It was a blacksmith. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it was the local blacksmith who you would have thought would be quite useful in a jailbreak because he's kind of like into metal and stuff. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the listeners, I was headbanging. It was very funny. Come to a live show. <laughs> Actually, what's funny about this blacksmith is like she takes blacksmith to her jailbreak, and then like I can't find anything else about him in this whole story. Oh wow! Yeah, like <laughs> oh, you just hate to see it. Well, the thing is, he he needs his furnace. furnace. He can't he can't do nothing without a furnace. Yeah. Oh yes. He's oh. like yeah, and he rode all that way like damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm useless. <laughs> They didn't think it through. I just assume maybe he just wanted to go and see Hamilton or something. And he yeah. was just like, do you know what? I'll take you to London, bub. Um, so Dorothy wants to break her brother out of jail. Yeah, um, wow. The way she does it is to do with clothing. So up top, any thoughts? Dress him like a guard or whatever they were called back then. Dress him like a guard. Stripping. <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. And that's what I, that's actually all I've got. But wasn't there such confidence in the way I said that? A distraction? Was there some kind of user clothing di- distraction as opposed to a disguise? Okay. Oh, okay. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Just out, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got tits out. We've got oh. guard. Executioner's hood. Oh. Dressed like the executioner. How she's getting him out, I haven't worked that out Ooh, yet. Oh, that's yeah, nice getting out. So she's like, yeah, I've come for this guy. I'm the executioner. And they're like, I'm the executioner, because she would have a high voice. I'm the executioner. <laughs> Elmo. <laughs> Kermit? <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's not easy being dead. <laughs> uh, that's really good. I don't know. I was going to say she smuggles in some clothes for him to put on. Interesting. I haven't. That's never got worked out how she unlocks. We're workshopping it. We're workshop- There's yeah. no judgment in blue sky. No, um, exactly. <laughs> which now this is, um, or or the old laundry thing. That's clothes. Oh, laundry. Them the, put yeah. them in the laundry. Okay. Well, it involves an accomplice. It's not Kermit. <laughs> she hires a maid and starts visiting her brother in jail with the maid every few days. Um, one day she visits her brother alone. But leaves the prison with the maid. Oh, what so has she, she done? She's put the the she's put put him in lady clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, gender nonconformity in 1715. I love it. I love yeah. to see it. Yes, I mean this is what this is what happened because she's like wearing a big frock because it's 1715. She's able to wear all of the maid's clothes underneath because they'll be very threadbare because she was a fair employer. And she just got them used to. Oh, they're always together. They're always together. Yeah. How did she get the cell unlocked though? Well, because she was allowed in to visit him, Uh, and then the guard sort of let two people out, going like, "Oh yeah, it's probably her and her maid." Right. But her maid's six foot four. Okay. You just had to make sure not to go like, thank you, yeah. on the way out. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I and mean, it's quite impressive, right? Yeah. I wanted to add another bit. I don't know whether anyone's seen this online, but I saw it online recently about this uh, portrait that was, oh no, portrait's the wrong word, painting that was um, sold for millions and millions of pounds. And it involved a story about a guy who was, um, he was sentenced to be starved to death. So he was in his jail um, being starved to death and he lived for like six months, a year. He just kept on fucking living. He had only ever had one visitor. Who was it? A sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) And just took little bites out of him every time. (laughs) The the visitor was searched every time that uh, they visited. Any thoughts on what it... Was it kind of a baby bird situation? Yeah. Is it like oh, a... Oh, no. Like a... Mm. I meant just feeding him baby birds. I don't <laughs> know. No, I, I mean, I... It, smuggle it. You've got to smuggle it, so it's got to be... I mean, that's the better option, guys. Okay. What's the baby... What's the baby bird? I don't get the reference. Like, regurgita- like a... So, kept food and... Like, um... Mouth. Or, I mean, that was like, baby is bird. there, like, a condom full of porridge up someone's ass? <laughs> baby bird and everyone's like that's repulsive stick it up the butt all right great yeah whack it out quaker oats bam (laughs) 
also like a porridge. I have a bratwurst at least. Like, why have porridge? Like, if you're going to store something. Malleable. Guys, yeah. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the person who was visiting was a woman. I love the heckles on this show. I mean, oh, it was, breast breast breast. It? Yes. Oh my goodness. Scott, nice. our job is never done. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hi, son. I know it wasn't her son. But. It was her dad. No. <sighs> yeah, and I remember telling, I told my friend about this and she was like, you would for uh, your dad. I was like, I don't know that would. No. No, that's the, that's, that's the worst. Her dad's pretty fit though. <laughs> like, to be fair, like, yeah. So disturbing. What a horrible scenario. He's a 10, but <laughs> you have to breastfeed him in prison and he's your father. <laughs> he's an eight. <laughs> this is awful. Oh Give me a cheer if you've seen that painting. Oh, and a few perverts in. Okay, hello. What is but it? Oh, breastfeeding? Yeah, it's like literally through tit through the bars. <laughs> Tit through the bars. That's the name of the painting. That old Usher song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, these... Oil on canvas. <laughs> <laughs> these people didn't pay to come and hear about this. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> they did. I'm pretty sure that's exactly the kind of thing they want to take home with them. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the gold. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Right, let's go. We've got Russell Coe and Sparky TKO because there's always money in the banana stand. Russell Coe and Sparky TKO because there's always money in the banana stand. Russell Coe, Sparky TKO, always money in the banana stand. Russell Coe, Sparky TKO, always money in the banana stand. That's been our week's shout-outs. Thank you very much. And yes, always money in the banana stand was somebody's name. So thanks so much for your support. Have you checked out our Patreon yet? You get things in return like ad-free listening. We have a whole back catalog of bonus content. We like to release early episodes and just give you all the juicy details we can, really. I don't know what that means. Well, it means I talk about my dogs on there a lot. So if any of this appeals, we really appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What a scenario to be presented with, like, do you let your dad starve to death? Or... But he starves to death anyway, right? It just takes six months. Do you know what? I'd, I like the Jacobite uprising. I did not bother reading to the end. So. <laughs> Google it, I guess. <laughs> we can't do everything. But that picture, I mean, it's kind of like a beautiful and creepy picture. Have a look. See what it does to your, to your downstairs. <laughs> right. The point... <laughs> Outcest, not incest. <laughs> I was down and outcest. We're at the bottom, <laughs> above the barrel. <laughs> oh dear. So Tom escapes to France. He's gone. What does Dorothy do to explain his absence to the authorities? Because they know that she's she's busted him out. They come to find her and they're like, where the fuck is Tom? What does she say? Um, you'll never find him in a French accent. <laughs> 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 oh, Sacre Bleu, I've given him away. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. 
a, like a was it like a Tom's been dead for ten years <laughs> situation? It was a goat, the ghost, and oh, that's, that's full good. circle. I love the oh. idea that she just gaslit them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Tom. Never I don't heard have of a him. brother. <laughs> also, my attitude's fine. I don't know what's wrong with you. What's the issue? That's weird. Who wants some breast milk? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, well, um, I wonder if you do it like that and do it like a pint. And it would just be like, I'm just trying to do some, some physical gags to say, come to the live shows. Don't come for that. It didn't work. So, guys, she fakes his death. Yeah. Okay. She's How? like, well, good question. Um, she says, he's dead. We're having a funeral at Bambra um, tomorrow. And so he, she fills his coffin with something. What does she fill it with? Popcorn. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> breast milk. Breast milk. That's all that's on my mind now. <laughs> my God. Uh, I want to say like rocks because easy, easy to get, heavy. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That's the whole. That's all. It was two reasons. I know comedy runs in threes, but I, ru- I ran out. <laughs> yeah. You subverted it. I subverted the expert. And that is true comedy, everybody. Yeah. What? What was that? Flyers. 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 It's a one man on the fringe and it's about anxiety and depression. Come on. There you go. You just can't get away from it. Yeah. Um, guys, I will tell you, and it's, she fills it with sawdust, which I don't feel like that's going to be heavy enough. No. And also, if I knocked on a coffin full of sawdust, I would say, sawdust in that. <laughs> Just, just a gift that you have. <laughs> I feel like some of you. I was previously a tree surgeon. No, it's, uh... But you would, you know, you know the difference. Like when you're going along a wall to put a nail in, which is something I've never done. But it happens on TV shows, doesn't it? I would you know, love to see you at funerals too. Just like yeah. I'm like knocking just in case. No, nope, sorry, not your nan, not your nan. That's a that's a two by four in there. I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go check B&Q, someone's left her. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to ask a question you might not know, but how did... It's just saying he's died, that doesn't explain, like, but how did you get him out, right? Like, did she have to fess up and say, yes, I let him out and then he died? <gasps> yeah, it's a good question. Now, actually, the reason why I told you about uh, Tit Dad was because <laughs> there's actually not that much information about this. It's so annoying. Like, it's such, I loved the idea of her going and saving her brother and faking yeah. his death and all of this yeah. stuff. But actually, there's so little information. He has a Wikipedia page, the brother. On his Wikipedia page, it says he escapes prison. Like, she doesn't even mention the sister. Right. And the only reason I know about it is because there's there's a painting of her, uh, Titsin, and she um, and it's got this story. And actually, there's not that much more apart from the fact that she haunts a hotel as a ghost, mm, yeah. which we will come back to. I'm very because, excited about that. Yeah, oh, don't you worry. She she says shit to people. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's fucking with people. Um, so she fills it with sawdust. Uh-huh. The coffin is buried and Tom gets away. Um, but I know what you're thinking. No story about a female hero would be complete without knowing, does she get married? Oh. Oh. Uh, to sawdust. Um, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Does she get married? What do we think, guys? I really want to say no, because I don't know why she's gay in my head. Uh, most most things are. I don't know. I just, I just like, <laughs> like, if there's any opportunity, I just think, no, no, she was... At a time when you know women were oppressed, and she's done all this shit for men, there's no way she's she's marrying one. Okay. Yeah. A Surely. No. A solid no from Rachel, Katie. Well, okay. So she's <laughs> posh. Yeah. So she's got a certain amount of freedom, like she can be the author of her own destiny up to a point. Ooh, Natasha Bedingfield. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best slam we've ever had on this podcast. That is a solid burn. Or, or a great compliment. It depends <laughs> on the audience. It was a, it was a hit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I um, just decided it was a slam because no one knows what the fuck she is. But I mean, is she doing stuff? But don't be horrible to Natasha de Bedingfield. Was that, is, is that? I invited Natasha. I'm, I'm super sorry. <laughs> I told you I'd squeeze you in because of the new album drop, but it's gone wrong, <laughs> Natasha. Leave quietly. <laughs> but thank you for the horse fact. <laughs> She does have horse girl energy. I will say that about, <laughs> about old does. Nat, as, it, as, we, as I call her. <laughs> I think I've been doing true crime too long because I'm afraid she does get married and that's how she dies. Ooh. Well, but also, 
Ooh. yeah, she probably has to get married to shore up some kind of fortune and family solidarity. So I don't think she, I don't think it's a love match. Okay, well, well, okay, you're right. She gets married to Lord Crew because she becomes Lady oh. Crew. Oh, um, of course, I forgot she was a lady. Yeah, so she does that when she's age twenty-seven. Um, her father initially said no to the marriage because, quite rightly, has the he has the right to. And why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Ridiculous, isn't it? Um, so. <laughs> Why was that? Why did her father go, no? Well, maybe this guy's got a reputation of a bit of a Marky, Marcus de... Marky, what's... Marquis de Sade? What's the one that was all the hitting and stuff? Yeah, the Marquis de Sade? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's got one of those reputations. Oh, yeah, he's a sadist. And the dad's like, oh, dear. Mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> is Lord Crewe actually but, like a pet then, hamster? <laughs> he's like... But, mm. But How then the dad's like in breast milk is all <laughs> I keep coming back to. He needs the money in the end. He's like, oh, the estate's crumbling. You better marry a psychopath. Okay. So, well, actually, it, it was it was a little bit less than that. I mean, Lord Crew is obviously a lord. He does have money, but she has money as well. And I believe it was a, a love match rather than they. I do feel oh, they loved each other. Yeah. That's nice. But the reason her father initially that. said no. Two years. I was really hoping. <laughs> goes and I but the reason her father said no is because she was 27 and lord crew was 67 oh. that's strong but, well look she's gonna get the money quicker okay everybody Amazing. rob yes. that grave girl dig up that sawdust yes <laughs> such a panto audience tonight i love it <laughs> how dead was he <laughs> Um, so Lord Crew, like a nice guy, I think. From what I could, from what I could, because he has a fucking Wikipedia page, and what I can tell about him mm. is that he was known for his charitable donations. And because he and Dorothy mm. never had any children, after he died, his fortune was left to establish lots of charities, including schools for boys and girls. No, free medical help, free inoculations for the poor against smallpox, and subsidised corn. Subsidised what? Corn. Great guy at a barbecue. The thing, the thing I like is, look, like a global health threat, corn. And this is, and I personally, I think this society these days, we don't invest enough in that. There you go. Yeah. Also, like, this is the thing, because I'm like, okay, this is a good guy. This is a good guy. And then he also apparently left in his will a provision for his old college, Lincoln College, to have an annual thing in his honour. What is the thing? Oh, boy. Ooh. Hamster day? Wait, no, he's not a hamster. <laughs> um, an like annual thing in his honor. Is it a dance, like the Lord Crew dance? Okay, the Lord Crew dance. I'm trying to think what I would want people to do in my honor, but mm. probably just everyone just sit around and just, just, just throw out some compliments. Just everyone say nice things. Every day, they just, every every year, they all come together and they're like, what? You know, just what, what, what a stand up guy. And I like to think <laughs> it was that. Something dedicated entirely to his, his self. Okay, okay, selfish. Yes. Katie, any advance? <laughs> any advance on that? Um, I it was the first drag race. <laughs> <laughs> Crew Paul. That's how it's Oh beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but apparently so he left he had an annual ovation of champagne and strawberries in his memory. A bit posh, a bit wanky. But isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Because that's something for everybody else to enjoy. And yeah, I think well, that's well, lovely. Well, I'm not impressed because he's given everyone else corn. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he saved the strawberries and champagne for the rich people. I believe that's there true. was little bits of corn at the bottom of the champagne. <laughs> like a raspberry. Let them eat corn. <laughs> <laughs> so, however, the twist is Dorothy died before Lord Crewe. <gasps> Oh. But was not murdered by Thank him. Thank goodness. Oh, wow. no. I wasn't happy Ooh. about thinking what that. Was I just the, went there. What was that cause of death? Was it? I was going to say smallpox. Oh. His oh. twist. What here? It's like it's like it's like a bit Hamilton esque, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I said all the letters in the wrong order there, but there was there. You got the vibe. Um, yes. Like was it that? Did what? she choke on corn? Because <laughs> oh. it can be real dry. <laughs> you gotta be careful with it. She. What, I've, what I've written is she died in her thirties, so <laughs> I guess her thirties killed her. She died of her thirties. <laughs> well, maybe she was pregnant though. <gasps> she could have been pregnant. You know, like she could have had the thing where you, your sick loads. She could oh, have had hyper, hypermesis. Yeah, hypermesis. Oh, 
I mean, like I say, Google it when you get home. Um, so what would Lord Crew do at her graveside every day? No. No, actually. You no. Just. You just, you heard her say outsess, you took the tone and you lowered it. Wow. No, do we have security, actually? Disgusting. We, everything, everything was real classy up yeah. until that point. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. We'd only said cunt like four times. Like we were on a roll. We were. Yep. <laughs> Was it uh, wanking? <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got wanking. <laughs> um, drinks champagne and goes cheers. <laughs> Sprinkled corn. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? And it is sweet because he um, was at her graveside every day, which is, I mean, no. my husband's not in tonight, but that is absolutely what I fucking want. <laughs> Lord crew to wank over my grave. It's <laughs> 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 just a sentence I didn't think I'd say today. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, every, he'd sit alone for hours by Dorothy's grave every day. Um, I just, oh, I just no. can't get over she died of her 30s. <laughs> it's like Hollywood. <laughs> so we'll bring it all the way back to the Lord Crew Arms Hotel right. in Bambara, named after your Lord Crew. And I think this is where they lived and stuff. This is like, it's, it's now a pub and hotel. But this is where you can meet Dorothy because she haunts the halls. Now, what do you think she does in her hauntings? She's a bit cheeky. Oh. <laughs> I would like her to explain what her cause of death was. <laughs> apparently it's not been recorded. <laughs> what did she do to horn people? <laughs> Um, any advance on? Um, uh, I don't know. I really disagree with ghosts. So I like not, <laughs> not in like I don't believe in them. Like I just fundamentally, I just find it really rude to <laughs> stick around when you're clearly not welcome. So I don't know. What was she like? I don't know. Putting on Wonderwall, some of that. People do that at the end of a house party, don't they? <laughs> What is she doing? So she's outstayed her welcome. She's outstayed her welcome. She's the one guy with the guitar in the corner who's like, oh, three more hours. And you're like, Mike, it's re your wife really wants you to go home now. <laughs> you have right. two kids. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump on that and say Sambuca shots. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, like a flaming ghost. That would be a laugh. She's that guy. The flaming ghost. Yeah, that's yes. a great, that's a great um, shot name. Do you know what? She, she, she went classic ghost and she'd sit on the side of your bed. She'd stare <laughs> at you. Melody. <laughs> and she would say something to you what does she say I saved my brother get it on Wikipedia <laughs> yep credit where credit is due <laughs> we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty <laughs> oh my gosh she oh it's so sad she'd ask you to take a message to her brother in France why can't she just float there? <laughs> I don't get the ghost parameters. Like she's stuck in the B and B. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I thought that was a good name for an. I thought that wasn't your name for the afterlife. Like I, it, I was like, I think it's the by and by, is it not? <laughs> the by and by. The B and B. She's stuck in the stuck in the B and B. <laughs> Grandma's gone on to a better place <laughs> called the by and by. <laughs> <laughs> Not the B and Q, everybody. <laughs> That's where the bad people go. <laughs> she'd she'd want you to the message to take to her brother in France was to tell him it's safe to return home from his exile. Oh, That's bit like so that. sweet. What um, a big ask of someone. Like, I feel bad if I'm like, ooh, I've got a package coming and oh, <laughs> I'm not going to be in. Be like, go to France. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, we've just come to Banbury for a weekend. <laughs> Fuck off. Also, um, like, presumably, like, her brother is also dead. Why have they not been reunited in the afterlife? Yeah, why can't they just talk to each other now in their... People get lost in the bar and bar. <laughs> fair enough. It's fair really enough. big. It's really, really big. It's infinite. Infinite bar and bar. <laughs> I accept you know, this explanation. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I'm about to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> 
to bring it back one more time. <laughs> I mean, I, so, ladies and gentlemen, that is the little-known story of uh, Dorothy Forster. Oh. Cheers! Ah, oh, well, who here has been accused of a murder? <laughs> because it's that time that we need a listener crime. Oh, oh okay. there's a few. Ooh. This person here, come on up. Give her a round of applause. <laughs> Hello, what's your name? Emma. Emma, <laughs> welcome. There. I just want to say before I start my crime, thank you guys so much because you got me through my surgery and lockdown. Because you have been absolutely entertaining for the full time. Aww. Every Thursday, clap for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, Emma. That's so that's so lovely to hear. That's, that's cheered me right so, up. Oh. Some of it's shibbly, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, long story cut short, I worked in a wedding venue, which is a crime in its own fucking self. <laughs> And I worked on the bar. I actually sent this to you on Twitter, so I don't know if you've seen it. You know which one I'm on about? <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just so glad that you're able to tell it, because if we didn't I know it, the then... one, because I'm the youngest, so I do the social media. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yes. Yeah. Tell us, yes, I know what so, you mean. So, um, I worked in the bar. I got some beer down my shoes. Happens. You get tons of drunk people. You do get, like, something down your shoes. So I took them off, <laughs> left them on the side, thinking... It'll be safe, it'll be fine. I'll go and get some other set of shoes. Yeah, perfectly fine. And I come back to check, and the shoes are fucked off into the distance. Oh. So, and there's been a slight development, because I told my colleague about this, and he's like, actually, there's another person it could be. Go on then, who are our list of suspects? So, we have the residents of that wedding. One of them had earlier on asked if I would like 50 pounds for my shoes. And bear in mind, these are shit Primark shoes, but you know they're comfy. And then I mean, I feel like it's definitely that person. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Or there is a person who is a staff member who had a bit of a bit of shoe thing going on there. Like a fetish? Oh, I, I thought the first guy was a shoe thing. I thought uh, they yeah, all got shoe yeah, kings. If I'm paying £50 for used shoes, it's it, like, I'm not, not like, oh, I'm yeah. going to be, if I'm, it's because they're used, you know, they're not going to, like, uh, yeah, it's, right. yeah. Men are weird. No offense, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, men. <laughs> yeah, on social media, just saying. Oh, I um, just saw a man in the or... audience nodding. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. They all know what I'm on yeah, about. We're weird. <laughs> and then huh. the other one is a staff member accidentally put in, in a bin. So there's technically like a little list of suspects mm -hmm. of who to go through. Mm -hmm. Never saw them again. Very disrespectful if it's the staff you member. You can at least leave a tip. Like, yeah. come on. It's got to be one of the first two. Because like somebody would have seen them in the bin. Or you'd go, you wouldn't just yeah. assume these shoes were rubbish. I like, mean, that's the thing. But they're like box standard Primark plimsolls. It was a shoe like, finish. Were, like, it absolutely, good. yeah. And you but, wanted to, who else would pay 50 pounds? For a pair of Again, just randomly used men are shoes. Weird. Yeah. People are weird. So they were the yeah. men that it was it both men that wanted both the men. shoes. It wasn't yeah. like somebody like wanted, shoe to, wanted to wear them. <laughs> no, not as far as I'm aware. Oh, they okay. met on Footfinder online. It's so nice. <laughs> it's awesome. Footlocker to a new level. Ah. <laughs> but is there any chance a woman in died of her thirties in the building? Because <laughs> actually, so I'm, I'm not going to name the place, but it was a castle and oh. oh. Century Ooh. castle. Oh. Ghosts, and this um, is why I disagree with them. I <laughs> licking plimsolls. Like the damn Tories just taking it. It's not yours. <laughs> this is great. This is normally we just blame the mother for everything on this podcast. Yeah. And that's nice that we've blamed a poltergeist. We've yeah, never we blamed can, a poltergeist before. A, a Tory ghost. <laughs> it's, a to it's a Tory fucking ghost. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I think it could be the bride because I recently got married and on my wedding day I was so fucking entitled. I was just like, oh, I guess this is for me. I would take everything. And I think if I saw a pair of shoes, I'd just be like, I guess they're for the bride. <laughs> see, see, this is the worst part though because the bride had flip-flops on. That's a red flag at a wedding, isn't it? Flip-flops in every single bathroom. So if anyone's feet got tired, she got the flip-flops on. Oh, wow. Oh, that's actually sweet. Okay, that's oh, nice. Yeah, we nice. gave people paper napkins. <laughs> Fuck them. Sorry, Taylor, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to say it's nice to buy your friends. 
<laughs> just being a bitch. <laughs> um, so to give you some closure, because I think oh. you need some closure, I'm going to say bride, Taylor. I think it's the guy that offered 50 quid. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the 50 quid guy. Because he's he'd hit you know he'd 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 made a move to already try and get them and then he seized an opportunity. In fact, was he the yeah. one that spilt beer on them? So you'd have to no. take them off. It was me it's... because I'm a klutz. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can't blame him for that one. It was me because I can't pour a pint properly. Oh. <laughs> but maybe he distracted you. I'm still blaming him. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel, are we sticking with poltergeist? Uh, no, I'm actually going to say um, a, a drunk woman who wore two high heels. I mean, I know it's not in the. I know it's not in there. But she, I'm she just gonna, fancy the could be the bride. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She was in flip flops. Yes. I'm gonna say someone who needed them. And isn't that nice? If someone needs them more. Yeah, that's a bit more wholesome than <laughs> oh, some guy is doing something really disgusting with my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is nicer for you. What did, how did you get home? Did you have to borrow somebody else's shoes? No, I had a spare set in my car. So, oh, oh, sorry, uh, you might have said that. I, oh, do, okay. I used to do a lot of horse riding, so I had a set of my jumper boots, and I was just like, I'll slip those on. Those are comfy for the night. Yeah. Where, where, were, did, you where, the yeah, where were you for Yeah, where were you for We're all thinking it. <laughs> Only joking. You're keeping your powder dry, and we appreciate it. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you so much. Thank yes, you so thank much for you. being with us, and thank you for sharing your story. Oh, fish wine. <laughs> Have some flat prosecco. <laughs> well, we are almost at the end of our time together, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a lot of fun. But before we go, Rachel, what? What are you up to? Where can people find you? Not to punch you in the face, uh, but to... Well, there's um, a train station with a very nice piano, everybody. <laughs> but you've got to take take me on a date first, because I'm a classy girl. Um, I'm on social media. I do some online content, but I also write some telly. So if you want to keep up to date with anything I'm doing, I'm that Rachel Harper across platforms. So you can be like, oh, that, that Rachel Harper. Yeah, that, see? It's <laughs> branding. <laughs> Right, well, perfect. Well, I think all that remains to um, be said is... Don't breastfeed your dads, okay? (laughs) On that note, ladies and gentlemen, Rachel Harper! We've been drunk, women solving crime. Thank you so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. <laughs>